Hello and welcome to the Coach Marky Manila podcast. I am Coach Marky Manila coming to you from ESL, businessenglishexperts.com and initial-impact.com. Lovely to have you listen to me. And of course, if you have finding any of my podcasts helpful, please spread the words far and wide, okay? Um, we want to include as many people as possible listening to this podcast to ensure that this information reaches everybody who needs it without any exception and any corner of the world or globe being left untouched. I want to say a big hello to my listeners in Saudi and also the United Arab Emirates as a whole. Um, you are climbing up the charts of my analytics here. So um, certainly whatever we're doing here is, is floating your boat. And that's a lovely expression. It just means that, uh, yeah, you're finding it interesting. Now, um, I had a request the other day, which I wanted to speak about today um, from somebody in the United Arab Emirates. So Faisal, if you're listening, thank you very much for messaging in and don't be shy. Join Faisal, okay? Um, message to me at hello at initial-impact.com um, any of your questions um, and I'll be glad to try and answer them. So. Faisal wanted to know how to improve his English writing skills, such as email, business writing, letter writing, CVs, um, because even though he has a good level of English from what I can see from what you've written to me, Faisal, it's, it's excellent. Um, yeah, you know, clearly you want to advance this further. And um, some of the challenges I find for my Arabic speaking students is that um, the, the written content can be rather wordy. When you try to apply the Arabic speaking rules for writing English, um, doesn't translate as well. And uh, of course, we find a lot of run on sentences which can just be cut out. OK, so um, if I've understood you correctly, Faisal, really, um, you're looking to um, in improve a lot of things, both the English language skills as well as organizing your thought processes, right? Okay, and that is the part of your challenge at the moment. And from looking at what you wrote to me, I would say equally that yeah, I can see why that might be an issue. So here's some of my advice. This is specifically for Faisal, but also for all of you who are struggling with kind of Faisal situations um, where he is unsure how to correctly format an email or message, how much information to put in, and to link and expand his thoughts and how to stop those really, you know, they don't work, those run-on sentences. So to improve your English language skills, I strongly recommend you read extensively. That's the first thing. I know it sounds weird. You want to improve your writing, but in order to speak and write in English as well as you can, we also want you to read, to understand sentence structures, to see how people form them, the linking words, the punctuation, etc. And also try to push yourself to speak as frequently as you can. So even if you are a little bit shy or nervous about using English in your business meetings, attempt to get yourself that opportunity. Maybe offer to take some presentations or departmental meetings or whatever you feel you can. In addition, also offer to write a report for work um, or to do something very low level, but to improve your English writing skills and get that chance to see what people think of it. I know it might sound a bit dangerous, but the point is, yeah, the point is, until you try it, you're never going to know what you're capable of doing. OK, so please don't be embarrassed or offended if every now and again you might you might find some people make some comments about your language. I know this can be a big deal, uh, particularly in Turkey, uh, Brazil and also in the United Arab Emirates. Um, some people feel rather hurt and crushed because some colleagues can be less than supportive. Right. OK. Do not let them distract you from what you're trying to do here. Remember, the only competition is with yourself. 
So don't compare yourself to them. And if somebody says something off the cuff, which is a nice idiom, it means just, you know, like a ah, whatever, just they throw these comments out without thinking about it. That's reflection of them, not of you. Okay, and be proud of everything that you are doing to improve. Okay, and it's really good to deal with these moments because it does help you develop huge amounts of resilience. Because unfortunately, life can get a bit tough, and people will make the odd occasional remark and stuff, particularly if they feel that you are progressing well. They will try to drag you down in some countries. This is very strange, but true. Okay, so try to let it be water off a duck's back, which basically means shrug it off, just ignore it. Put it down to them being the problem. Do not let the haters affect you, okay? Keep focused on your goal and you will get there. Now, in addition, if you listen to some of these comments and you think they're valid and they're, you know, they might have some point, then learn from them too, okay? So they might be able to help you even if they do it in a very unpleasant way. Still think, well, actually, okay, I note that. Yeah, I need to work on that and work on it until you've improved it. When reading, make sure you look up the meaning of the new words to improve your vocab. Find also the other similar words for them and then use them. So you've got a diverse and varied range of vocab, not repeating the same words. Um, also get a thesaurus as well. So not just a dictionary. A thesaurus helps you to basically then understand the deeper meaning of the word and the related words and context you can use it in. Don't be shy as well to reach out and work with other people of a good command of English and ask for their help. If they appear to be helpful types of colleagues or friends or online people, then get some clarification. You speak to me as well, get some clarification from here too. Now, when we look at the writing phase in particular, because that's the way that you, you really improve how you should write by looking at other people's work by reading it and then practicing saying it, but writing slightly different. So certainly for my Arabic students in this context, it's important to understand that, yeah, some people are naturally gifted with the ability just to write and express themselves and it seems to flow like water. Right. Um, just as many others can articulate and speak exceptionally well and present. OK. And, and give like a sketch or paint a picture with words. All right. Other people are better at drawing. OK. You know, uh, everybody's got different skills. Some people prefer math. Some people prefer, I don't know, um, geography, whatever it is. So it is a bit of a gift sometimes. Some people are more gifted than others. But if you don't happen to be gifted in writing, either in Arabic or in English or any other language, doesn't mean you should give up hope. OK, it just it basically is a case of others have to understand, OK, your particular style. And in order to make it a bit easier, try to understand your style, too, and adapt yourself to perhaps developing new techniques and work hard. So really. Um, your first step phase was asking for help, asking for clarity, what you should do. That's great. You're going to seek out new techniques if you keep doing that, my friend. And that's what I'd encourage you all to do as well. Try to get a variety of input so that you can work very hard to then organize your thoughts clearer when you're writing. Now, if you really want to help yourself, work on some mind mapping. If you're not sure what mind mapping is, just Google it. There's many different styles out there. It's a well-known technique. Um, you can attend workshops, you can get a session with me, but what we do, okay, is we help you develop your own kind of structure before you start writing. And developing your own style is key and crucial, okay, for the starting point from which, you know, you then form your subject outline, as it were, okay? Um, so what we want to do is mind map that, and then that gives you the subject outline, and then you use that as a foundation to then expand your writing.
So think of it like this, like building a house. You start with the foundation and the architect's plans, and this gives you a structure around which to outline your points and then build upon it. Okay, then you can put sort of competing, supporting, opposing ideas there and layer it and build that house just like your writing or your report or whatever it is you're trying to do here. And also, these might then act as sub ideas, subtitles, sub context, whatever, right? Okay, and it's really important that you look at it like that. And once you've got the skeleton or that scaffold in place, then you add to the sentences with lots of adjectives and action words and nouns and verbs to get the right tone. Remember, tone is important. Okay, this is really important. So I would absolutely recommend that you try to focus on those two aspects first and foremost. Now, if you're still struggling, if you want to improve yourself a bit further, then get a session with me. You can go to eslbusinessenglishexperts.com and get a session. It is a money back session. Okay, so if you are not delighted in the first 60 minutes, I refund your money just less than payment uh, processes fee, which I don't get to keep anyway, um, and you get your money back. But hopefully you will be delighted because we often make great progress in that first 60 minute session. And it really is worthwhile doing if you're struggling. So if you're in anywhere of the United Arab Emirates and you really are struggling to improve your written written English, because that can be the biggest trouble rather than the spoken English, then do try those tips. Try to develop the structure. Read excessively, okay, because you can't read too much. It's really helpful. And then try to copy some of the sentences and replace some of the words with your own words in order to understand how the context can work for you, okay? Use that as a structure at first. And then once you get comfortable doing that, and have a go with doing your own version, okay? Not copying anybody else's structure. So we do it step by step. As I say, think of it as building a house. Um, I hope this has been a quick top tip for you. I like to do a little bit of short podcasting from time to time because I know many of you don't have a lot of time in the day. So consider this one your 10-minute madness for the day. Have a go to repeat back some of the new vocabs and idioms I used here. Listen for the linking words. How do they introduce concepts and move you through the whole flow of the program? And what and how would you summarize what you've understood from this podcast? Record yourself speaking out loud and then listen to yourself back and think, okay, how did that sound? Also listen to my intonation and my pacing and how did I go up and down and ask you questions with those words. All right. Okay. This is a very good practice for you. And of course, remember this. If you found the podcast helpful, please consider sponsoring an episode. It can cost you just 99 cents a month if you sponsor me on um, Anchor, Spotify. If you listen there, you will see the sponsor of show here and just click that link and you can do that there and then. And that is really appreciated. Or buy me a cup of coffee. That's a one off. And it will help me continue making these podcasts free for you to help you. Also, please share the word far and wide. Tell all your friends and put it out on social media. Please help me there. Even if you can't sponsor a program, you can help me by reposting this on Twitter, on all of your social media channels, whatever you use out there. There's so many versions I lose track, right? Okay. That would be really helpful because it's something I can't do. So perhaps you can help me in that respect. Overall, though, I wish you all the very best of luck. Stay safe. Have a great weekend. I'll see you soon. Take care. Sorry to jump in at the end of your podcast, but I wanted to say a big thank you for listening. And if you love the podcast and would like to help me keep them free, do consider sponsoring me. You can subscribe for as little as 99 cents a month to sponsor a segment. Or if you want to do something as a one-off, you can click the link again in the show notes 
and buy me a coffee. It's a great way to help me spread this word as far and wide as possible to people like yourself who perhaps can't afford to get high level English coaching, but need to access this information all the same. I really appreciate your help and a big thank you for doing so. Also, if you are somebody looking to get into coaching, maybe you're an English coach, or perhaps you are another professional. Maybe you're a life coach, or you might be a mental health counselor. Basically, anybody who is in a caring or supportive profession, or maybe you, you coach people in different academic subjects, I'd like to feature your podcast on my show and give you a chance to reach my audience. Yes, totally free of charge. All you have to do is follow the links down below in the show notes to find out how you can connect with me and send me your files. I will upload them to the show, and you can basically reach my audience and build your own business. There are no catches at all. I'm simply here to offer my platform to help as many other professionals in a related field as myself to reach as many students as we can. And together, I believe we can do a lot better. Thank you for listening again. See you soon.